Welcome to the Jenna and Tosh Show. I'm Tosh Taylor. And I'm Jenna Morton. Thanks for joining us on today's show. This is going to be one of those episodes where you just like keep having your jaw drop. I'm positive. <laughs> I agree. Today we're going to talk with Jillian Crooks. Jillian is a nutritionist at Rehab One in Moncton. And your story and your journey, Jillian, uh, to me is just like epically mind blowing. Uh, so we're going to talk today about how you went from a wheelchair to like training extensively Ironmans, triathlons, like just crazy, crazy. Like I'm looking at her in complete disbelief as I'm even introducing her. So Jillian, let's start like right from the get go. Um, you were diagnosed with MS, correct? Yes, I was. So at the age of 19, I was diagnosed with MS. But just to kind of take you back a little bit prior to that, yeah. um, grew up in Sackville, New Brunswick. I was very athletic growing up, like swimming and running and biking and went to Mount A, degree in psychology, and then decided I need to get out of Sackville, kind of broaden my wings, right? So I was out west and I woke up one morning and I couldn't feel my feet and I couldn't feel around my waist and I'm like, mm, something's, something's off a little bit. But at 19, being out west on my own, kind of ignored the symptoms. Um, and then it just kept getting worse, where like about two weeks after that first morning waking up, could barely walk. And so I went to the doctors in Banff and they didn't really know what was going on. Test me for diabetes, thought maybe Lyme disease, but then there were, those came back negative. So they're like, I think you need to go back home to the Maritimes and figure out what's going on. So my symptoms continued to get worse for a year and I was shuffled from one doctor to the next, um, pin cushion for just different medications to try and relieve some symptoms before getting the diagnosis. And there I was at 19 sitting in my neurologist office hearing the words. He said, Jillian, you have multiple sclerosis. You need to lower your expectations of what your life's going to be like. And you're going to be in a wheelchair by the time you're 40. Oh my God. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do with that? Yeah. Right at 19. So I believed yeah. every word he said. And you know, when you continue to tell yourself something over and over, it becomes your reality, right? So my body responded to that. But I wasn't in a wheelchair in my 40s, I was in a wheelchair in my 20s, right? I just got so negative about the diagnosis, lived under the label of MS, even though, you know, some days like I felt like I could do something, but I'm like, well, I can't do it. I have MS. I can't right. be healthy. I have MS. I can't run. I can't exercise. I can't do any of that stuff anymore. So that kind of made me just gravitate and very limited and negative mindset you know used food as kind of a positive thing and a negative thing developed a very bad relationship with food right it became my enemy very very quickly um, was drinking I was smoking cigarettes I was miserable and everyone around me could feel that I was miserable so lo and behold in my 20s um, I woke up after a nap in the afternoon and couldn't feel my right leg so there I was that's yeah. what led me into a wheelchair the stress the negative mindset, the bad eating, the bad nutrition, and it just kind of got worse in my 20s. But then kind of what changed my experience with it was 14 years ago, I had my daughter. She was born, I'm like, okay, there's another human being I'm bringing into this world, I better smarten up. There's, I have to be able to do something to help her. So that's kind of when I dove into diet and exercise and started coming across stories of how nutrition would just kind of help people feel better. So I'm like, well, why not try? So I just started adding in some real whole foods, kind of getting rid of the 
refined foods and the fast foods and all that kind of junk that I was eating. And within a couple of weeks, I started to feel better. That quickly? That quickly by adding in good stuff, right? And when you continue to add good food in, there's not really a lot of room for the bad stuff. So I didn't really feel restricted at the time. You know, people say, oh, if you go on a diet, it's all restriction and deprivation. I did, just didn't feel that. And then this new wave of, of energy came across me and then the weight started dropping off. And I'm like, okay, so <laughs> what else can I do yeah. <laughs> here? So I, you know, got back to the gym and started doing some weight slowly and remembering like how good it felt. And um, after my daughter was born though, my, about nine months after my feet went numb, they're still numb today. What? Yeah, I can't feel my feet and I have numbness on my side and stuff, but I really just wanted to run again. I don't know, I get very stubborn about things, but I'm like, so if I can start to feel better through nutrition, maybe I can just get over the hurdles of what people think or, you know, if I can't feel my feet, if I'm tripping over them, that's okay. I'm gonna do it anyway. So I remember putting my running shoes on, lacing them up, going out the door, wanting, running for one minute, walking for one minute. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Mm -hmm. And then I just kept progressing and progressing and continuing to research food and nutrition and continuing to kind of get back in tune with my body and telling me how it would feel and making more changes. Next thing I knew, there I was at a five kilometer race. I'm like, holy moly. Yeah, like, <laughs> who am what I? What is yeah. going on? But you know, you still have that voice in your head saying, you can't do this, you have MS. Like, what are you doing? Don't be crazy. But I said, screw that, <laughs> be quiet, I'm gonna do it. So I did my first five kilometer race, probably not the most graceful runner. Doesn't I, matter. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's a medal for that. No. no. I don't remember seeing one that's as graceful on the side. Not, yeah. not that I so, get any of them for yeah. any of it, because I don't do it. <laughs> Just that's to awesome. be clear. That's awesome. My husband does though, and you do. I've seen the medals. Yeah. <laughs> but you did recently do the I run for well, walked five k. It doesn't matter. You're forward moving. Forward is forward. Exactly. Forward is forward. Yes. Yeah. yes. One no step medals forward. for gracefulness. <laughs> So after my 5K race, then I did a 10K, and then I had always wanted to do a half marathon, like back in my teens, and then I did it. I wow. couldn't believe it, wow. that my mind actually had the capabilities to transform my body. And how quickly was this all happening? Um, probably within four years of like making change, like that's when I really, I, I got my confidence back, basically. Big right? difference, yeah. It's big, big difference. So it was a real magical transformation for me that my body could do this through nutrition and mindset. And then I always wanted to do a full marathon. That was huge for me, but I would always just kind of train by myself and do solo training because I just didn't want to slow other people down. If, you know, there was days where if I don't feel good or my fatigue gets in the way, then I can't do it. So I would always fail in my training because my body would shut down. Then I met this incredible man and he's in my life now who is an amazing supporter of my health, and he's an Ironman himself. And he said, we're gonna do it. You're gonna run your marathon. And so last year I trained, Bill and I trained all the time, went to PEI and finished my first marathon. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very emotional time for me seeing that finish line. It was emotional during the race yeah. because there was times, ladies, where uh, I'm not gonna make it. But if it wasn't for Bill, yeah. I did yeah. um, and you know having my parents at the finish line and stuff and big celebrations after so that was huge and then I continued to just trying other things so got into triathlons last year as well and now I am training for a half Ironman oh in Old Orchard Beach next year so let's hope borders open everyone's 
That's a healthy big one. <laughs> and stay safe, mm -hmm. and I can do that next year. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Incredible to me that people do this at all, mm -hmm. let alone yeah. people like you who have something that they're overcoming to do it to as do well. It. Yeah. So do your feet, your feet still feel numb and you do yes. a half marathon. Like, yeah. I can't even, I it's can't even wrap my head around I that. I get that question asked a lot, like how do you even do it? And I don't know, when I start running, I really have to get into my head, Yeah. right? And say, okay, this is what I want my body to do. This is what I want my feet to do. There really is a connection between your mind and body. We can't ignore that. Absolutely. Some people may say it's a little frou-frou, but yeah. <laughs> um, it's not and it's gotten me through um, to do that. Incredible. So, yeah, so I've now kind of made it my mission, um, you know, with my nutrition and uh, to help other women struggling with autoimmune conditions, right? To overcome the chronic fatigue, overcome the weight gain, overcome the pain, right? Mm -hmm. So they can feel confident and energized too in life and it's possible to live a vibrant life. Exactly. In the face of autoimmunity, right? right? Instead of living under the label that we, you know, labels, people let labels define themselves. And I did that for many years. Absolutely. Right? But now I can say, you know, I do have MS, but MS doesn't have me. Perfect. That's what it is, right? And mm -hmm. that line is out there a lot in the world, but it just makes so much sense. Yeah. It's your attitude towards it. So, so yeah. tell us a little bit about that, how you're helping other people. Because you've, you've gone and you've, you've switched careers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I went from a flight attendant <laughs> for years traveling the world um, to now helping people um, with their healthy lifestyle and incorporating good food and nutrition and mindset. Um, so I am at Rehab One. I do one-on-one -on -one consultations there, virtually or in person. Um, and I help people with kind of lots of different issues in their life, whether it's weight loss, um, whether it's weight gain, whether they just want to feel healthier, have more energy. Autoimmune is a big one just because I am so very much passionate about it. I can kind of relate to their stories and how they're feeling. Um, and we start small with making small changes, right, in their nutrition. Small changes lead to big results. Big time. Really, right? If you start overhauling everything all at once, you're setting yourself up for failure because you're going to be too overwhelmed with the changes. So little small baby steps yes. and support them all the way, right? So I mean, if I had to sum it up how I work with my clients, I kind of meet them where they are, listen to where they want to go, and then we build a bridge together, right? And I'm along the journey with them step by step to do that. And you're accessible. And I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? And it's all about whole foods, it's real food. I like to teach about sustainability, a lifestyle that you can sustain. I don't believe in deprivation. Right. That's, uh-uh, that's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll always fail at it eventually, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's all about balance and getting a support group around you and talking about your issues, right? And being open about them. And Something that's not represented enough in not just women, but in people in general, uh, is that stress can represent uh, with autoimmune symptoms, which happens to me often. I'm not, like, I'm going to admit it, uh, stress will, will knock my body down yeah. quite often. So is that something that you would deal with too? Like uh, if you have the, you know, not the best gut flora and stress comes in, then your body can represent with hives and swollen joints, as I've recently learned, and uh, many other things like that. So are you able to work with people that way as well? Yeah, so stress is huge, right? Even if it's a good stress or a bad stress, stress affects our body. Um, so I do work with people and we talk about um, how they manage their stress. A lot of people, when they're stressed, go to food for comfort, 
But even if you go to food for comfort, guess what? The stress is still there, right? Stress is always going to be there, but what's important is your reaction mm -hmm. to the stress, right? So you know if you've had a completely bad day, just sit with that for a moment, right? And let the feelings, let, deal with the emotional side of it first, and then you can move forward and learn other tactics to deal with those stress, right? If you know what your triggers are, right, then you can learn to do things differently. Mm -hmm. But yeah, stress, stress is, is bad for me too. I get it. Yeah. How you feel when life is out of control, my body starts to shut down. My symptoms get worse. My fatigue gets worse. Mm -hmm. So it's really about, you know, incorporating self-care is very important. Taking time for yourself disconnect from the social medias and everything else that runs our life, right? Yep, it's so yeah. true, it's so true. Do you, yeah. like we're, we're gonna talk about the foods that mm -hmm. you work with, do you, have you changed completely just based on food or do you still have to take medication for MS? I am completely medication free. Wow, wow. Yes. That's incredible. That's my choice. I believe there's a time and place for medication, absolutely. Yeah. Like, and I will support people who are taking their medication, right? But you can still, get more advancements in your journey to wellness by incorporating the foods alongside the, me the medicine side of it. Um, I was on every medication for MS. I was injecting myself once a week. I was injecting myself once every day. With, like tried everything. I tried pill forms and stuff and I just, it wasn't working for me. I was getting more side effects from the actual medication, right? Than actually it making me feel better yeah. in the long run. So I, you know, kind of made the leap and said, I'm going to manage it on my own so far. So good. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that medication won't come back into my life. I'm not against it right now. I'm just okay without it. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think that's such a powerful part of it is that understanding of when you need which help. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And not just going down one road, right? There's many different avenues that you can take for your wellness. So for sure. If you were to sit down with a client today, mm -hmm. what's your first go-to? Like, what's the first thing that you're going to recommend to people to take out of their diet? Refined sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Because, well, right, the refined sugar, the, the dirty whites, I like to call them. Everybody's got a name. And, yeah. yeah, like the white sugar, white flour, white salt, all that stuff that is in those packaged foods in the middle aisles of the grocery store with all the pretty labeling to make us to believe that they are so good, but our bodies, our brain believes that they're really good because that stuff's so darn addictive. Mm -hmm. That is the first thing that, you know, we'll have a conversation about is let's get that stuff out of your body. And just by doing that, Yes, it can be hard at first, absolutely, because your body will feel the effects of it coming out of you. The detox, Headache, yeah. 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 Headaches, moodiness, fatigue, aches and pains. But once you get over that hurdle of three or four days of removing that and eating good, real foods while you're doing it, you're just going to start to soar. So just that one simple change is going to make things better. And then we kind of dive in to more things to add in and see about removal of other stuff. But everyone's an individual, right? Mm -hmm. So it's hard to speak overall about people, but that's one that I'm very passionate about. Um, I put together a 14-day uh, sugar detox that's available on my Instagram Perfect. for free for people just to educate on what it is and what you can do to get it out. There's so much sugar in my, <laughs> in my house. <laughs> 
baby step. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I did it once before. I did, I did pretty good once before. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. after the holidays yeah. when, when all the yeah. chocolates When, I, when I stopped making yeah. homemade marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Isn't that cool? Homemade Ooh. marshmallows. Yeah. Yum. Yeah, it, I know. They, are, they are yummy, but they are very, very yeah. refined sugar. Yeah. And very, very I mean, addictive. Keep, keep in mind, I'm human too. Oh, and yes. I love moderation. Too. I'm so moderation. I am. It's about balance, right? Mm -hmm. Balance yeah. is that good word. I might be sneaking the chocolate here or there, yeah. but I also have to remember that that's temporary satisfaction, right? And long term for me is much better. I know what it's like and how I felt when I was eating so poorly. So I've just kind of got my priorities in place. I want to wake up tomorrow and feel good. My tomorrows are too important, right, to, to ruin them. Yeah. So, but it doesn't mean that I don't like my chocolate. <laughs> or my wine. Or my wine. Uh, <laughs> um, amen. Yes. There's yeah. good health benefits to wine, ladies. We can't, yes. we can't ignore them. It's <laughs> a necessity. Yes. What's the first thing that you think that people are missing in their diet? Like if you're, if you're gonna put something good back in, okay, we've taken out their refined sugar, we're putting something good back in, what do you think is the first thing people in this day and age are missing? I think really good, colorful, real food, right? So the vegetables, root vegetables right now are in season. I think those are missing. I think people really need to be educated on carbohydrates. They kind of get a very bad rap these days with different kind of ways of eating, different kind of diets out there. There's good carbs that our body needs for energy. And there's those bad carbs, those refined ones that I said, yeah. um, get rid of. But it's just more, I think we, as society, are, it's a go, go, go society, right? So we're very rushed, so we look for convenience all the time. We don't have a lot of time to put into food preparation and the grocery shopping and, and cooking and stuff. So we tend to go for those packaged foods, the convenience foods, but there's, there's nothing in those, right? There's no nutrients for our body. And yet our society is getting very sick. Right. Right. So if we introduce those real foods that grow in the ground that Mother Nature has given us with all those real pretty colors, <laughs> our body's going to respond and feel much better. I want to take it back uh, for a minute to talking about your support system and your family. And you mentioned your daughter. And I'm curious yes. to know what she thinks about your journey, because she's really only kind of been there for part of it. Right. For her to remember. So Zoe is 14 now and when i was back taking my medication and injecting myself she was by my side like i didn't want to hide my s my ms from her if she saw me sick we would just kind of talk about it um but in a way you know that a five-year-old would understand and not to get her scared or anything but just have open communi communication about it um but now as she sees me doing the right things and the healthy things and the running and supporting other people she thinks it's pretty darn cool and she's also incorporating the healthy stuff into her life doesn't mean she doesn't have the sugar too right it's all about balance um for her there was a stage there in uh junior high where she's like i don't think it's very cool that i have a mom as a nutritionist <laughs> like, mom, my school lunch like come on <laughs> give me a lunchable just lunch just yeah. <laughs> I know, right? But she's really good. And we have conversations about some days, um, like if my energy is quite low, then she's like, she'll ask the questions, like how much energy do you have? Like, what can we do today based on how you're feeling? Like for a 14 year old to be so intuitive, intuitive like that, um, I think is really cool. But you know, she goes to my running races. She, we work out together at home and yeah, 
and she's been a wonderful, wonderful support system. I want to talk about, about Rehab One and how did, how did you end up there at Rehab One in Moncton? So Rehab One, it kind of goes back a long time. Um, I've known John for a long time, many years, like just through my injuries and stuff and yeah. physio. And uh, one of my really close friends is a massage therapist at Rehab One, Ashley. And uh, she knew that I've kind of wanted to get out more with my nutrition and target more people. And she's like, well, let's talk to John about getting a nutritionist on board at his clinic because he has such a well-rounded, amazing team there, right? So if we could add another aspect of nutrition, because nutrition kind of supports physio, yes. it supports massage therapy, it supports the counseling services there. So I had a meeting with John and he was on board to bring me in and it's such an incredible team there at Rehab One and the culture within the team. So it's a real privilege to be part of that and yes. say that I'm the nutritionist at Rehab One. I love it. It's so positive, yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. And the way he takes care of his team too, right? It just shows in the services that are offered. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and I, that our clients are super yeah, cool exactly. and happy with it. Yeah. yeah, and I also think it shows how much he cares about the community as well. Big community yeah. supporter. We're gonna have to wrap it up there for this discussion, but I'm sure this is gonna happen again sometime. Yeah. But until then, <laughs> where can people find you? If they wanna follow you on Instagram, if they wanna find you at Rehab One, how do people get in touch awesome. with you? Awesome, so it's Jillian Crooks Nutrition is my tag for Instagram, uh, Jillian Crooks on Facebook, and at rehabone.ca you can book online. Fantastic. So easy. And like she said, she does virtual appointments as well. So you can find her legit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you can find us most places as well. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Rogers, every podcast app that's out there. We're there. We're there. We hope you are following us, you're liking us, you're subscribing, all that wonderful stuff that the kids talk about doing. <laughs> <laughs> My kids so, love YouTube now and they talk, oh, can we get more subscribers? You don't have a channel. Click the link <laughs> to subscribe. Uh, also, please leave us a review if you've got the five time. We'd, lo <laughs> we'd love your five-star review. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to today's show. Remember that you can subscribe and like and review us anytime you want. And please be sure to tell all your friends and family if you enjoyed the show that they should listen to. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can follow Pickle Planet Moncton on Facebook and Instagram and on the website. And you can follow me too at tosh.wood.taylor on all social media.